Good evening, Nathan. Hey, man. How are you tonight? You look, you look I'm doing good. Well. Yourself? Fantastic. Looking forward to another fun podcast with you, uh, previewing Thursday night's game. Hopefully you're doing well. Had a good day at work today? Yeah, it was a slow day. Uh, appreciated from the little bit of the mania that's been going on lately. So you got, it was you get, nice. You got to appreciate it and take it what you can because it's, uh, it's not every day. So, you know, when you get a chance to take advantage of it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I had a great day today at work. How's your how's your work going? I know you're out and about, usually traveling. <laughs> sales is sales, my friend. It's yeah. uh, it's a uh, it's a fickle game. So, it's it comes in. But with, it's your your season though now, yeah. Winter season is winter tire selling season. You're right, man. So, let let it snow. Like it's supposed to be tomorrow. So, <laughs> but you're you're looking forward to uh, tomorrow's game to talk about. So, what's your thoughts and, and takeaways from the game? I'm, I, I just think this is probably one of the better, despite the records of these two teams, one of the better Thursday night games you'll see this year. Uh, Packers, Seahawks in Seattle, both teams kind of underperforming, but both still very much in the playoff hunt with two of the elite quarterbacks in the league. This is going to be a great game. I, I'm all for the game. <clears throat> I think it's going to be it's going to be great. I think the Packers are kind of getting a, a little bit of a, a raw deal lately. They are they're all over the map. You know, they played in, in Los Angeles. They played in New England. Now they're going back to Seattle. And it's, you know, they're they're getting shipped all over. Yeah, I know they're kind of, you know, Midwest. So it's not that they're not super long flights. But, I mean, you're jumping time zones every other week. You know what I mean? So it's it's a, it's a little bit rough on the travel schedule. But, you know, as far as the game-wise, you're right, though. Schedule, schedule taken aside, it's, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. And uh, before I jump into any detail, um, actually, you know what? I'll go into a little detail before I make my pick. Um, just, just as a little note here, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson have the two highest career passer ratings in NFL history right now, as it stands, uh, Aaron Rodgers career passer rating, which is, this is unbelievable. 103.5 Russell Wilson at 99.7. Yeah. And you know, what's, 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 uh, a, a sub note into that one is, is the lack of, maybe superstar talent that either player has really had. Now they both have quality. They both have had quality players over the years. You know, the Greg Jennings of the world, uh, Golden Tate's, uh, Doug Baldwin's quality players. Don't get me wrong, but they have not, neither of them had, had a Julio Jones, um, you know, someone of that nature. Kind of makes you wonder. Yeah. Well, what would have happened if, 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 you know, if Gronk was selected by the Packers or back in the day or, 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 or the Packers just spent money to bring in free agents for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> well, that's you know that's something they they they're not really known to do. So if they would have they could have ponied up and, and just you know bought the farm and went for Khalil Mack. You know it's, now it's that opposite side of the ball. But I, I'd much rather give up a draft pick or two uh, or three and not have to face him nine times over the next you know how many years. And I'd rather have him on, on my side. You know. No, I agree 100%. Just blowing up Trubisky versus helping him, so. Yeah, exactly. And I I think that's a big – I think just even though it is defense, that's a – he's a great player to have on your team. Yeah, you're you're right. Now, the Packers did go out this year, and they they did get a couple – and they have a couple pieces of young talent, but they they don't – they have not paid for or, to my knowledge, really went after any big-name targets on the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, they, they're not really focusing on the running game. They didn't bring anybody in there. Like, another guy we just mentioned on the last one was, you know, what about a Carlos Hyde? Like, he would be a nice quality fit up there. But they're using – Well, C.J. Anderson was just released by the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 some quality players. I mean, 
you know, they're, they're, they didn't really go out and do anything with that. And it's really kind of hurting Rogers. And now, so like you said, imagine, imagine that talent with, you know, a running back that averaged 1200 yards a season or, or even a thousand yards over, over that. And they're, but right now they're using what a former, a former running, a former wide out at running back. So I, I saw that, uh, no, that's, that's, uh, the Patriots, uh, Patterson. No, no, that's the the Packers have moved a guy over from wide receiver two into the backfield. So he wears. It's weird. It's weird seeing like a number eighty eight or something back there. Watch the game. You'll see it. It's yeah. or they had him last year there. So it's it, it's just uh, it's just crazy. They're not getting. So, but all right, put it out there. Who you got? Lay it out there on the line. One quick, decisive, swift uh, swing of the axe. Uh, it's, I think Seattle's gonna win. Uh, and I think they're going to win by at least a touchdown. Okay, I, I, I will. I will say. I will say Packers twenty-seven twenty-four, uh, just because I think that yeah, the Legion of Doom is kind of tapered off, but they're playing well on defense on both sides of the ball. So I don't know. Seattle's number one rushing offense in the league. Uh, Green Bay's having a little bit of trouble getting off the field defensively. They average one hundred and twenty yards a game. So yeah, no. All, all valid points. So we're gonna see what happens. Uh, give a give a give a ten second thought on Le'Veon Bell not reporting. What it does for uh, the Steelers. What it does for himself. Uh, what it does for the running back position. Sure, no problem. Uh, Steelers shot themselves in the foot. They should have traded him when they could have got something for him. Anything. Now they're gonna get nothing for him at all. Um, Le'Veon Bell, best case scenario, um, sets the market for running backs. Uh, as far as money per year, uh, worst case scenario next year, 31 NFL teams not looking forward to the way he, how he handled the situation in Pittsburgh, and he gets lowballed and gets less than what he, he's asking for. Yeah, uh, I think I think that, that you're right on all stances here, and I think they should have, you know, the Steelers knowing that he doesn't probably want to play there, should have got, you know, two seconds or two thirds or a second and a third for him while they could have. I think they kind of blew that one pretty big, and I personally, like with the, with the running back trend, as my last podcast says, I think it's kind of trending into the fullback position where it's not as valued as much as it used to be, um, and you can find quality talent elsewhere. But you're right, though; there are going to be some teams that, and I think I think honestly, the, the two places that he fits the most that need him is the Jets and the Colts, and owners should openly. I hate to say this, but open the checkbook to whatever he needs because Darnold needs him. And can you imagine luck with a quality running back? You know, so. Yeah, I, I agree. But um, Le'Veon's going to want to go to, I think, I think money's number one driver for him. Uh, if he was in it for a ring, he would have reported to Pittsburgh. Uh, but I think if he's looking longevity of his career, money, chance of winning, I, I know the Jets are top of the list. I don't know if they're ready to win now. I mean, he is 26 running backs kind of tank out at, you know, 30, 31. So yeah, that's, that's what I mean. I, you know, taking the five-year deal, but it was, uh, it was the way the guaranteed money fell and it wasn't there for him. And even though, even though on paper, it looked like you turned down a, you know, a five-year $70 million deal. Uh, the, the guaranteed money was, was only guaranteed uh, so much up front for the first year. And the rest of it was kind of like, uh, if you're still on the roster, we'll pay you kind of thing. So, yeah. But yeah, so good, good podcast, man. I appreciate it. Uh, keeping it brief tonight for the, for the listeners out there. Click the like button. Give us a follow on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Anchor, whatever. Uh, Nevin, and I appreciate it. Hit Nevin up. Uh, Nevin's in charge of the social media on the Facebook. So we'll put a poll up there. See who's going to win for the Packers Seahawks tomorrow night. And uh, give us a like on there too. And post, post some feedback, comments, concerns. 
Yeah, sounds great. Also, leave us voice comments on the Anchor app, man. We'd love to address some of your questions. If if there's a topic you want to see discussed or covered, yeah, drop us a line. Yeah, if you got something noteworthy to talk about, hit us up. We'll get you on the on the podcast too, even as a guest spot. So, hit us up, uh, and we'll be glad glad to have you on and, and do like a little guest feature. All right, Nathan. Well, you have yourself a great night. Enjoy, guys. Have a good one. Bye.